Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Heart Factor. It is Monday, May 6th. Our top stories of the day. Mark is going to tell us all about AOC's strapping new boyfriend. Yeah, what do they call it? Your your bow? Your bow. Yeah, this, or your bag. This is more bow. like her, her, her bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God. yeah. It's a bud. Major bud. All right, Wes is going to tell us about TSA. They say they're not looking for your weed. Yeah, I don't know whether or not to believe them, but I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing. Yeah, which is bringing we, weed. Which on. is bringing weed everywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> which is yeah. carrying weed, weed yeah. with you wherever you go. Good call. Uh, <laughs> Pat is going to give us a recap of the Kentucky Derby. The Kentucky Derby. I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, there was a race this weekend. Don't know if you guys caught it. You saw it? Is it Derby? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Sorbet? No one knows. Yeah. It's Derby. Yeah, it's Derby. Kentucky Derby. All right, and I'll take us through a lightning round of other headlines. Take it away, Mark. Okay, so Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's new documentary, Knock Down the House, was released on Netflix this month. And uh, as you can expect, there was some backlash or controversy surrounding the freshman superstar Congresswoman's film, as there seems to be with everything she does. She can't, she can't just fly under the radar. Um, the controversy, however, is coming from an unexpected place, uh, as it turns out that AOC is dating a very unattractive and unkempt man. Uh, he looks like Seth Rogen's stunt double from the movie Longshot, uh, specifically the scenes where like Seth Rogen was getting injured and, and falling down stairs and shit like that, like when, when he got back up and looked like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, this guy's this guy's not that great. He's got his beard is too orange, way too orange to have a, a, as big a beard as he's got. Right, and I have this problem too when I let my beard grow. It's just I, I'm lazy, right? So I don't I don't have one of those like beard steamers that make it look nice. It looks like what like pubes, like long curly pubes are coming off that guy's face. A beard mm. steamer is a thing. Oh yeah, like you know, like, like wet it, steam it, make it look like long and nice. I've yeah. Heard of oils, but never a steamer. Sure, same same type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally different. Well, you don't have a beard, so why would you look? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know anything about beards. I only had one for 20 years. That's the problem with this guy is, no, you've never had a beard. Not a good one. Uh, Excuse me? The the problem with this guy (laughs) is- Do you have a beard off? Are you kidding me right now? I would absolutely destroy you. If I shaved my beard, I would grow mine back at 7x the (laughs) the times you grow a beard. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Uh, Anyways, this guy- this uh, guy, a beard off, bullshit. a beard off, starting be from nothing. A beard off. You have nothing on me on, <laughs> it's on total facial bullshit. Hair. You have nothing on me on facial. Uh, this guy, uh, 
had a really bad beard and he had a bad haircut and he looked really bad in the documentary like he didn't change and um he looks like it, a bank teller that hates like his job shower. Yeah. yeah bank teller that hates his job and he's dating AOC so this disgusting slob of a man uh his name is Riley Roberts <laughs> the guy who's dating dating AOC he's 29 years old he's a social media consultant who apparently has been dating AOC for a very long time about the same amount of time that and he uh, that his job that job name just like infuriates baby boomers Social media consultant. That's an actual. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a real thing. I mean, I think we could use his services. Maybe we'll get hired full time if we get our numbers. Oh, well, up if it's yet. anything, what he like what he tells her, it's just tweet seven hundred thousand times a day because that's AOC's steez. It's a real thing. It's a thing. Uh, I mean, he must also have a huge penis because he's he's been dating AOC for a while and he doesn't look. Like <laughs> uh, anyways, after getting crucified online, someone referred to Roberts as a bin raccoon. Even uh, Roberts decided to take action. Uh, so th- that action was getting a haircut. And that's um, in the European sense of it's like a bin is a trash can. Uh, yeah, a trash can raccoon, like a raccoon eating trash. Which is, it was just, just a raccoon. It's yeah, kind of dumb because yeah, yeah all the, raccoons. Just a happy raccoon. Yeah, just a good raccoon. A happy raccoon. <laughs> Um, so AOC put out an Instagram video and she captioned it. The internet roasted Riley into getting a haircut slash glow up after hashtag knock down the house. And in the video, she, she can be heard saying, oh, you look so good. Oh, look at that shape up because he got a haircut and a beard trim. Um, <laughs> she was stoked about that. Having having dated women before, yeah. uh, they hate it when you get fat and slovenly. They really dislike right. it, especially when everyone well, in the world starts. I don't know. I mean, them. sometimes yeah, I well, feel we hate like it too. Some- yeah. You think well? You think they like it? No, they don't. They hate uh, it. Could be, could some, I mean, I don't know. I mean, in some situations, that people may like it. I think that AOC probably doesn't like a lot of the backlash she gets, but I think that she liked the backlash. Yeah, she was very happy. Got. She was yeah. very happy that Riley tightened it up. Yeah, he's getting haircuts regularly and doing sit-ups now. Uh, I get that a lot of people are defending Riley also, as well as making fun of him, and a lot of people are mad at people making fun of him for judging him on his appearance. But listen. I mean, you can't actually get to know everyone. There just isn't enough time to meet everyone in the world. That's a good point. So judging someone by their looks is a great way to judge someone that you don't care to get to know. Yep. Like, mm. wh- what else are you going to judge? It's the only them? way to do it. So I, I, I judge people on their looks on a daily basis, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay. I hate people yeah, uh, yeah. just by looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be real here. Uh, and anyways, if you look at some of his older pictures, he was not always a, a slob. He was uh, in pretty good shape and a decent looking guy, so maybe he can get it back together. Uh, but let's take it to the internet. Our internet commoner is the famous bin raccoon lady, uh, Marie Leconte, who's like a French... Uh, Feminist journalist, from what I gather, she's a journalist. Is she saying this? She's like, like a social, messed up. She's like a big social media person. Uh, oh Jesus fucking Christ! Fine, I've deleted my perfectly fine joke. The world breathes a sigh of relief as men with beards looking like braided pubes are no longer being discriminated discriminated against. And bin uh, and bin raccoon officially becomes beyond the pale. Which I don't know what the fuck beyond the pale means. It's like crossing means like the line. Uh, now Jumping you can't the make shark. fun of that because a bin right. raccoon is over the line. She's like. She's like doing like the oh social. I've been socially justice. Right. I've been she loves policed. this. She loves this. Yeah. Well done to everyone involved. Um, Marie, by the way, is um, not very good looking. She also doesn't. I've tried to grow my pubes long enough to where you can braid them, and you can't. Not yeah. on your face, you can't because you can't grow a beard. That's such bull- yeah, fucking so bullshit. That's, yeah, Pat, that's definitely because your your beard hair is not long enough. Yeah, also, your, beard, your beard can't grow that long. Fuck you guys. Also, 
Yeah, I can. I yeah, can Pat, go. Now, you, you walked right into that. Oh my one. god, that's fuck just, you guys! You've never had a beard the size of braiding. You've never had a braidable beard. I mean, yeah. that's that sounds like a you, you it problem. It would take you five years. Hold huh. on, I literally got into a fight with my father when I was graduating from high school because I wanted to have a beard in my graduation picture, and he was like, "No," but I could. Yeah, because point. in his head, he was like, "You don't have. A, you can't grow He's a like, good it's beard, not that son. Full. It's not that big. It's not that full. It's, it's yeah. not really Marks. that nice." You want to stack? You want to stack the days you had a beard up against the days I've had a beard? I will dominate you. Look, you've had shitty facial hair longer than me, but I. I grow a fantastic. I think beard. you have me confused with PFT commenter. Yeah, well, he has. A bad Look, beard, I beard. think I think that we should all be kind of encouraged by the story because we all kind of have a shot with AOC according to her boyfriend and what he looks like. But That's true. also, we should mostly be humiliated because fat bearded white guys who talk about politics are apparently the most pathetic motif of a loser in 2019 when you consider like the reaction to this guy and then also the Seth Rogen, Rogen's character we in could, the long shot. We could so. change the show to Ben Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Ben Raccoons. Raccoons. I, I'm not going to comment because I grow a shitty beard. Um, yeah. So moving on. You thought you were going to miss Mother's Day because you kept putting off getting a gift and you did. It was yesterday and she had a horrible day all because you didn't remember to get her anything at all. You fucking blew it. Just kidding. Mother's Day is this Sunday coming up. And if that first part of this ad read scared the shit out of you, it's time to stop what you're doing right now and order flowers for your mom from 1-800-Flowers.com. Lucky for you, they have the perfect offer. A dozen multicolored roses for only $29.99, plus another dozen and a vase for free. It's an amazing offer, but you have to hurry because it expires Friday. Trust 1-800-Flowers to make mom feel loved. Order today from 1-800-Flowers.com to order a dozen multicolored roses again, plus an extra bouquet and a vase for just $29.99. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, and enter code HARDFACTOR, all one word. That's 1-800-Flowers.com, code HARDFACTOR, all one word, Hurry, this fantastic offer ends Friday, and do it right now. If you don't, you will forget, and don't fuck up Mother's Day. Uh, some really comforting news for cannabis lovers coming from the TSA via an Instagram post that was apparently posted on 420. Somehow we uh, uh, overlooked it. Maybe it's because we were getting high at a cannabis cup. <laughs> Missed it. Yeah. Uh, it, seems they, it seems they really don't give a fuck about those edible gummies that you snuck into your like gummy vitamin bottle, just trying to be all secretive. All they really care about is saving us from getting blown up or shot. Um, so in the Instagram post, whoever's in charge of the account posted this quote, are we cool? We like to think we're cool. We want you to have a pleasant experience at the airport and arrive safely at your destination. But getting caught while trying to fly with marijuana or cannabis-infused products can really harsh your mellow. Mm. Let us be blunt. <laughs> yeah. Man, they're uh, really nailing it. Yeah, yeah. TSA officers... TSA officers do not search for marijuana or other illegal drugs. Our screening procedures are focused on security and detecting potential threats. But in the event a substance appears to be marijuana or cannabis infused, we are required by federal law, because it still is illegal federally, to notify law enforcement. This includes items that are used for medical purposes. So, so what are the fucking dogs there for? Smelling bombs instead of... Both. Yeah, bombs. Can, can the dogs smell Both. marijuana too? No, they're, they're only trained in yeah. one. I don't know, but I, yeah, that is true. But I don't know if the dogs can smell marijuana infused products. Like if you have gummies, can How the dogs smell that? No, no way. But flour for sure. Flour for sure. For yeah. sure. For sure. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you could still smell show. like infused products. Like it still carries it's, the odor. But yeah, I, that's I don't impressive. Know. I, do they even have? Do I've never seen dogs in domestic airports too much. But I oh, guess. I've got dogged up twice in the past six months domestically. Yeah, I've seen Orlando dogs, and Austin. I've seen dogs at Denver and L.A. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, where I always, you always have to move your bag to the other side so you don't bop the dog in the head. And a lot of people are idiots and they just have the, <laughs> the, the dog just bop, bop, hitting the head like 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, so what? From what I can gather, um, it's you know, legalization is definitely coming. It's getting harder to regulate travel with all the, the states that have legalized it, and they don't want to spend the time and manpower worrying about everyone who has a few like pre-rolled doobies stuffed inside their shoes as they yeah. leave Vegas or Denver. They don't give a yeah, fuck. exactly. I was gonna, I was gonna say my only input on this story is the only person who's lived in a legal state for a little while now is like you just forget about it when you because you always leave the legal state with it and you, yeah. you bring it back on accident you forget about it or whatever right. I just have never I haven't been hassled the whole time I lived here so yeah I mean I, I, I carried a couple of pre-rolls and a, a bag of clearly labeled gummies back from California and you know I was kind of nervous about it a little bit but can we, can we talk about that fine. though because Wes and I were on the same flight and he sent me the most pathetic text like going to get the cab now and then I find out later that he was just he ate a bunch of edibles before we got on the flight did that help or uh, oh, I love doing that I no, love I was like drunk I'll and, and in the shit. cab and just downed like two edibles and just was like fuck it nice Is, move did, that did you enjoy the flight uh, it was a fine flight. I think I slept most of the flight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have a great flight. Whenever you do that, hey, instead of throwing it in the trash, people, just take them. You know, you'll enjoy the flight. Yeah, just, that much right. just take 150 milligrams. Of <laughs> hey, Will, that bring, I offer the cab guy one. Will, that brings up a pro tip move, though. If you're under uh, the legal age to purchase marijuana or just can't get it for your poor, go to the trash bin at the uh, rental car return place in, 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 in any legal state. a good idea. Yeah, yeah. In any legal state. Yeah, I've yeah. probably thrown $1,000 of marijuana away at the LAX trash bin. You know what's funny is. It's a lot is, of marijuana. What's yeah. funny is on the way out of the, uh, of the hotel, one of the pre rolls I found was sitting on top of like the trash can. So so someone yeah, did, yeah. Someone I think didn't want, they, they didn't want to throw it away. They wanted before, someone to yeah. enjoy it, and yeah. I nabbed it. Nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah. basically, it's essentially up to the agent uh, who finds your goodies, whether or not they're just going to toss it, call you an idiot, and tell you to move on, or call the police. Probably just depending on how much it is. Don't bring like you know, obviously can't have like ounces and ounces of, of weed. That's the you know, that's the logic. Um, yeah, they're not. They're not opening the doors for drug trafficking. No, exactly. So in fact, at, at McCarran, the Las Vegas inter, um, airport, and several other airports, they have these amnesty boxes where paranoid travelers who either forgot they had weed in their bags or just completely pussy out um, can throw it away without yeah, the fear of getting in trouble. In there. Yeah, you won't quote unquote get in trouble, even though you're not breaking the law at McCarran because it's in the state of Nevada. So you well, don't. You're not even breaking the law by having it on you. It's actually illegal inside the airport at McCarran. Okay, ta- okay, but not at LAX. Not but at LAX. Then, but the issue is then the local PD are the ones who have to deal with you, and it's not illegal for yeah, them. They've got so bigger like, fish to fry out there. I mean, I could have used an amnesty box in a few you know, life it's, it's situations not, <laughs> yeah, in the like, past. I'd like an amnesty box with some of the things I've said. That's what I mean. That's for sure, yeah. Uh, I needed <laughs> need yeah. a lifetime amnesty <laughs> yeah, box yeah, in a exactly. time machine. Exactly. So, I mean, basically, do a quick Google search for the airports you're flying out of. See what people are saying. Don't be greedy, and you should not get anything more than a wrist slap if you're caught. Um, and remember, cannabis is still legal on the on the federal level. So, uh, going to the internet, uh, Jaren Z Dizzy says, "Quote for everyone that thinks this is a trap, it's really not. TSA is literally saying we won't care as long as you don't get caught." So, I don't know. It's terrible. Thanks, Jaren. Terrible comment. It's true. All I could find. It's true. You can get away with it pretty easily. Well, <laughs> yeah. what about yeah, just go for it? What about the shout out to Jonathan? We saw oh, yeah. Jonathan sighting this weekend. Yeah, pretty oh, pretty speaking incredible. Speaking of a guy He's that definitely the shirt, traveled with the some shirt. products. Well, hold on. So, so we had a competition at the 420 uh, Hard Factor Cannabis Cup Power Hour where we did the chillest bro in the world. Yeah. Jonathan was dubbed the chillest bro. Buddha Winner. Ben, who was our camera Clear guy winner. out there, found, ran into Jonathan randomly wearing a Hard Factor shirt in New, New York, York City. City. Yes. And when I first saw that, I thought it was the creepiest thing in the world. I was like, turns this, out this is weird. Turns out they just live in the same neighborhood. Yes, turns yeah. out it was completely random and not weird. I mean, he was yeah. wearing our shirt, which I was is like, awesome. One in a billion. Yeah, it's so you know, incredible. Just think about how much Jonathan flew home with Sacramento to New York that when he so went much back. weed. Yeah. I don't. We think gave so. him a bunch of weed, like for winning Chills Bro. So he probably had so much fucking weed with him. Yeah, 
I don't think Jonathan's human. I think he's like a, a spirit, like a chill spirit. Like he shows he's up when you need chill. him. Like <laughs> he is when very, you need to chill out chill. the most, he's just there. If you ask Jonathan, Jonathan, where do you live? He goes, I live with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what he does for a living. Honestly, nothing. nothing. All right. So look, apparently there was a <laughs> there was a horse race this weekend. Uh, I knew of the race, but I didn't really know much about it. And on our group text thread, I read some of the hard factor guys were putting together some sweet action to bet on the ponies with. Uh, Mark and Wes each had a couple hundred riding on the ponies. Yeah. Fuck you, improbable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And although I know nothing about the sport or just sports in general, I have severe FOMO when it comes to hot action. I want to get in. Mm-hmm. So as as uh, as yeah. I was out on my plane, as my plane was on the tarmac coming back to Austin this weekend, I. Transferred two hundred dollars from my Bitcoin account to my gambling account, which had recently been depleted to zero, making it the eighty-second time that's happened mm-hmm. since I opened my account in college. When PFT mentioned something about a Super Bowl <laughs> happening in two thousand six. Anyway, I tell spread a hundred about the Super Bowl. Can you bet on it? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a super. I was it sounded exciting. Yeah. So I, I yeah. where was it made? Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. I yeah, China? I, it was on super, television. Super Bowl. I was I was eating dip the whole time, and apparently I won something. Yeah. Look, I spread a hundred of my two hundred dollars on horses randomly right before the stewardess threatened to take my phone away because we were taking off, and right before I hit the place bet button, I spotted the name. Uh, country house and because of my dyslexia i read it as country horse uh and if there's one thing i know about a country horse is it's always got a shot to beat one of those snitty city horses so i threw country horse onto my ticket for twenty dollars uh and when i landed i checked my account and i had not two hundred dollars but instead a cool fourteen hundred sixteen dollars and forty three cents in my account you won you won like thirteen hundred bucks on that yeah thirteen twenty four i texted mark who more or less has to explain to me why i win or lose any bet i make and he loves explaining things in detail so it's a symbiotic relationship right I, I like numbers like that's why I said I could grow a beard seven times faster than you I like to, oh, I like and to strategize and estimate and then and I, and detailed I, stories yeah detail, so I, I didn't come up with that number just right. off the top of my head that was thought out right and, and yeah. where I'm comfortable admitting my, my faults and mm-hmm. saying that you're better at things than I am <laughs> in certain respects uh, I also am very smart and I know that I can grow a beard faster than you anyway mm-hmm. thank you to number 20 country horse for our country house for covering this month's rent for me and what's more I hear there's a bit of controversy about uh, who actually won the race uh uh, and I had no idea because I was cruising the friendly skies. So, so what happened? Yeah, uh, Country House won. Mm-hmm. No, Maximum Security <laughs> won the fucking race. Maximum Security won this race. And it, mm-hmm. it's so upsetting how these fucking people, like 145 years of Kentucky Derbies, 145 years, they never overturned the winner over somebody protesting the win. But because this horse slightly bumped, Slightly bumped no. the horse next to it. Not even country no, house. You're wrong. It wasn't a bump. He impeded. He crossed over lanes and okay. impeded the horses okay. behind him. They touched hooves. This is like they touched. Like, oh, they is, touched hooves. Did this they is touch like hooves. Will this? <laughs> they touched hooves. Let's just pretend for a second that like uh, maximum security was like is like Clemson and the horse behind them was like LSU and it's like a questionable like pass interference call. Will would absolutely they be on the. I hope they wouldn't take away the win from the clear winner. The one horse won the fucking race, I, no, and they I, take it away. Here's what he impeded on. He impeded on uh, Vegas winning millions and millions of dollars because everyone bet on maximum security, and no one but Pat bet on Country House. Right. Country Horse. <laughs> and maximum security co-owner Gary West criticized the race steward's disqualification of his horse's uh, Kentucky Derby victory as uh, egregious. Uh, he said he's pondering his next step, which includes a possible appeal. Uh, maximum security was undefeated in a until that point. Yeah. So, you oh. got to feel bad for the West. Marion Gary West estimated yeah. value of $2.3 billion. Tough tough day for them. Really bad for Marion Gary? Yeah, who gives a fuck? Mar- Are Gary's they related to Jerry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gary has been a bear these past few days. Yeah, their, kid, yeah. their kid's name is <laughs> <Yeah>. Larry. <laughs> yeah. 
A yeah. bear. All right, look, Mary and Carrie, their children. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have an own, their and own. And Barry, their grandchild. They're all very upset. Their, their uncle's name is Starry. Anyway, in other news, a sad story that's becoming all too common. 1997 Kentucky Derby winner Silver Charm is broke, it seems. The former champion horse had career winnings of almost $7 million and is now selling his shit for $200 a pop. That is a fall from grace. He used to be selling his cum for for a couple hundred grand a, a couple pop, hundred yeah. grand, and now yeah. he's now Ooh. he's selling turds for two hundred a load. <laughs> he's, a, he's on cameo being oh, like, oh. "Happy birthday, Pat. <laughs> nice beard." <laughs> yeah, he's being delivered to home deliveries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the horse dung, which is being packaged in mason jars and being marketed as "quote derby turds," oh. uh, it's sad. Really, professional horse racing really needs to do something about these. Like he needs, they need to provide these horses with some sort of financial management or counseling when they enter the league. I mean. You you just can't expect an athlete who starts making six figures at two or three years old to know how to spend and save responsibly. That's it's a right. shame. Point. This, this horse is like the Allen Iverson of horses. Yeah. Did you know Allen Iverson could have bought a Honda Civic every day for 15 years with his career winnings? Now he can't afford a cheeseburger. Uh, okay. The internet commented for the day. Donald Trump says, quote, only in these days of political correctness could such an overturn occur. The best horse did not win the Kentucky Derby. Not even close. That is a true yes. statement, but a foul uh, did occur. That's the pussification West of America, is a big West. dork. <laughs> it is the pussification of America. DT he clearly, he clearly uh, put two of his hooks in the foul. other horse's lane. It was a foul. He won. He was leading from the beginning to the end. He crushed everyone. He did. West he, is he arguing is the horse, logic. West is arguing against his own eyes against the president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice West. I won thirteen hundred and twenty-four dollars on a twenty-dollar yeah. bet. So. Good for you. Hey, let's get over We're to the lightning round. All right. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt. Oh yeah. There's right. been a pl- there's a there's a there's an airline tragedy in Moscow. Uh, there were 73 passengers and five crew members on board the Sukhoi Superjet 100 plane operated by the Russian airline Aeroloft. Hmm. It took off from Moscow bound for the northern city of Murmansk, Russia, uh, but it was forced to turn back for an emergency landing due to unspecified quote technical reasons unquote. It was Russia, including the engine catching on fire. <laughs> So um, that's a bad technical reason to have to turn around. And unfortunately, it's a tragedy because 41 people died in the accident. That's terrible. That that sucks, though, because like every time something happens on your plane, you know that the pilot is lying to you. And this just reinforces that bullshit. Oh, we're having technical difficulties. It's crazy. I always think engine failure the second anything's like go to your seats or your, right this is like when your like, worst fear is realized yeah, yeah exactly yeah. just waiting on the catering crew i'm like the engine's yeah, no, dead the engine fell. <laughs> both engines both <laughs> engines out you know my cell phone work can i call someone it's like in a mom it's like in peanuts when the parents are like mom, 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 all i hear is engine failure engine failure the whole time the pilot's talking <laughs> both engines failed <laughs> yeah exactly not not a good thing there's crazy video of that again tragedy 41 people de- dead in moscow sorry Hopefully everybody is uh, recovering. Uh, more bad plane news. So Except Boeing, the, the American aerospace juggernaut whose planes have had to be banned from the sky due to their safety issues, now admits that they know they knew about the problem with the 737 MAX at least a year in advance of all of the crashes happening. Uh, yep. But they also still say that it had nothing to do with those crashes. But at the same time, they're also still saying that they're going to fix the problem so that the 737 Maxes can get back in the sky because <laughs> because they need to fix it before they can fly again. But it had nothing to do with the crashes again. So yeah. they're saying the pilots didn't know the thousand step procedure right. that, that, they, that they knew to fix it while going to Earth, uh, you know, plummeting. This is a tough lightning round for planes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, not not a good day, uh, not a good day for the airlines, the friendly skies on this on this episode. Except for Pat hit a giant bet when he was on a plane. So. And and yeah. I, I I got upgraded to silver medallion status on Delta. So oh wow, Ooh, I mean yeah. look at this. What so it's like a re- it's a real like giveth and taketh away situation for the airlines here. Yeah. Um, okay, Thanks, our guys. last lightning round of the day. Two suspects in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, have been charged with stealing twenty one thousand dollars worth of panties from a Victoria's Secret. It's a young woman and a juvenile. Those. Mm. Mm. Assailants. Go on. I have family yeah. there. Thank God. What did the young woman do with them? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, did she yeah, try them all you know, on? They must. Have you a... know what she do with them? That's about two thousand pairs of underwear they stuffed into their bags from display shelves. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they tried them all on. Yeah. Uh, at least not that we don't care about the juvenile. She. Right. The, but the young woman. Yeah, the young woman. The young woman. Yeah. Pretty sure the young woman tried tried all two thousand pairs on. That's right. This is. This kind of reminds me of the Formula Man from last week. You know, the guy with the bonnet stealing the formula. It's like clearly a, a steal and flip. Well, operation. that's exactly right. Well, I mean, these these two young ladies only have one vagina each, so they don't need two thousand pairs of panties or underwear. Right. Uh, they're selling them. They're yeah. se- selling them. Kind of reminds me of our girl Deborah, the Demander Reno. Yeah, yeah. they Ooh. beelined it to the nearest sauna and just stayed there. Right. And what if that them. was their yeah. business model? Wait, wait. 2000... What do you mean, Wes? They, yeah, they sweat in the sauna so they could get their vaginas really sweaty. Deborah and De- sell them. Deborah mentioned she would wear multiple pairs. Or didn't wear multiple tar- pairs at the time, though, right? No, she said yeah. that would be unethical. That's yeah, unethical. Yeah. So totally These, unethical. You got to have cooch to fabric contact. Must, Did you say cooch? Cooch, 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 coochie. You know that that <laughs> sweet, that gushy, that that gushy stuff. Right. All right. Anyways, uh, and that's it for Heart Factor on this Monday. Hopefully, you're not going to be too hungover at work or in class, wherever you're headed. As always, thank you for listening. And most importantly, have yourself a great fucking Monday. See you later. Yeah.